Welcome to the Healing Embodied Podcast, where we have real and raw conversations about growth and healing that will shift your perspective in profound ways. We take a unique approach to healing the overthinking mind, creating conscious relationships, and living a life of courage and freedom. So take a deep breath and get ready to expand your mind, connect to your body, and activate your spirit. Welcome back to the Healing Embodied Podcast. This is your host, Chelsea Horton. Happy New Year. It is now January 2024. And I feel like so much is changing at such a rapid rate for myself personally and with Healing Embodied. And I'm I just want to share like what's what's coming this year and what is on my heart right now. <sighs> so yeah, goodness, where do I even start? So if you've been listening to this podcast, you know that we talk about relationship anxiety a lot. Um, that's That's been a huge focus of our work, um, you know, is supporting people who experience anxiety in their relationships. And we absolutely love that work and the amazing people that we get to meet and work with because of that. And lately, I have been feeling, I mean, it's, it's been a long time coming, if I'm being honest, but I've been really feeling this desire to expand beyond relationship anxiety, beyond talking about relationship anxiety, because the truth is, is our work is about so much more. And relationship anxiety is simply just one of the manifestations of being disconnected from yourself, from carrying shame, from unprocessed wounds and emotions. Relationship anxiety is simply the tip of the iceberg. It's one of the doorways that we walk through to do this deeper work. Um, and it's something that was really near and dear to my heart because, as you know, it's something I experienced. It, it's been now, goodness, it's been now almost 10 years since I first really experienced relationship anxiety. This was back in, from 2014 to 2016 was really the depths of my relationship anxiety. Um, and so for me, it really is such a distant thing of the past. It's it's such a non-thing for me anymore in my life. And the things that the things that feel most relevant for me when it comes to relationships is okay, you get through the relationship anxiety, you finally feel safe to commit to be all in to take the risk of love. It doesn't freaking end there. <laughs> it doesn't end there because relationships are continually here to teach us to help us to grow. And the truth is, is when you're in a relationship with another imperfect human being, you are going to be navigating challenges. And this is just the nature of human relationships. And so 
lately I've been feeling this pull to talk about, okay, you're in the relationship, you've committed, you feel safe to be in the relationship. And now the the challenges or the things you're navigating are looking a lot different. Um, it's looking like navigating difficult conversations while remaining grounded and coming from a place of love. It's looking like deepening your connection through the various transitions and phases in your relationship. It's looking like falling in love with new versions of yourself and your partner and your relationship over and over again. It's looking like intentional cultivation of connection and intimacy and attraction um, after you have kids or, you know, after you've been together for a decade. It, it looks like so many other things that that aren't about is this the one or not? You know, when you have finally made that leap and you're building a life with someone, you're all in. Maybe you have a house together, kids together, like your skin is in the game. The stakes are higher. And now it's how do I continue to grow and expand my capacity to love How can I allow love to continually teach me about myself and to help me mature? How do I cultivate the skills, the skills that are necessary to maintain and sustain a loving, nurturing, lifelong relationship if that is what you want? Because the truth is, most of us were not taught these skills or modeled these skills and we got to learn them. You get into a a long-term relationship and you're like, oh, (laughs) okay. (laughs) There's some, there's some stuff I got to learn. It it really requires a level of skill and like any kind of skill, skill takes practice. And so love then becomes a a spiritual practice. I, I, I love seeing relationships as a container for spiritual practice and spiritual growth and evolution. And when I say spiritual, you know, that can mean a lot of different things. You could mean like personal growth, um, emotional maturity. But I like I like seeing it as spiritual practice because relationships will challenge our egos. <laughs> our relationships will challenge so many um, aspects of ourselves and ask us to grow and to mature, and to evolve. And that's what I love about relationships. Um, And if you're willing to be a student of relationships, a student of love, it is truly amazing what you will learn and how you will expand your capacity to, to love and to be the embodiment of love in the container of your relationship. So that's, (laughs) that's one thing that me and Sarah, and she's been on the podcast many times. She's my amazing, fantastic co-coach. Um, that's what we've been feeling this pull to is like, okay, like what what's the next phase beyond relationship anxiety? It's not like you overcome your relationship anxiety and you never have to grow anymore or love has nothing else to teach you or it ends there. It's like, no, okay, now we're navigating having kids or buying a home or moving or changing careers or loss, transition. There's there's so much 
that happens within the container of a relationship over a lifetime. So we're like ready to start talking about that stuff and really um, moving in that direction. And it feels new and exciting and unknown. There's uncertainty because we're, you know, we, we know relationship anxiety and how to talk about it inside and out, forward and backwards in our sleep. And so to really start talking about some different stuff is like, okay, yeah, where do we, where do we begin? And so we are, you know, navigating this transition as a business, as we're, as, as the business is kind of this reflection of our own maturation and our own personal evolution, as we mature as individuals, as we mature personally, the work that we do within the context of healing embodied also grows and evolves with us. And that's what I love about the work I do with healing embodied is that it gets to grow with me and it's a reflection of my own personal embodiment of what I have learned throughout my life and my relationship. So yeah, you're going to start hearing more stuff about that. Um, on the podcast, on our social media pages, in our work, and the way we talk about relationships. And another thing that is so exciting that I, I was literally like in tears yesterday, overwhelmed with excitement, is our practitioner training program. And I, I, It's one of those things in my life where I'm like, am I allowed to do this? Is this real? Like, is this, does this really get to happen? Does it really get to be this freaking awesome and amazing? Like doing something that feels like the culmination of everything I've learned in my life. Something that feels so playful and fun and expansive and easy for me. And I'm like, wait a minute. I Wait, huh? I get to do this? Like, what? That's how I'm feeling right now about this practitioner training program. And and so essentially, like, what's happening is Healing Embodied is having two separate branches of the business. We talk about relationships, and now we are stepping into training other practitioners, which, oh my gosh, I, I did not, I didn't see this coming when I first started the business. When, if someone would have said to 2019 Chelsea. Oh yeah. And you're going to create a year long accredited certification program to train other practitioners. I would have been like, "Mm, I think of thinking of someone else, but it, it just felt like such a natural evolution of this work and this business and where I'm at. And, you know, we've been doing interviews for potential students and I every time I talk to someone and interview someone about being a part of this program, I get more and more like lit up about what we're going to be teaching. The things that even me and Sarah didn't learn in grad school, the the, the gaps that we often see in the training and education system of therapists, practitioners, coaches, people in the helping profession. And for us to create this program that pulls in the things that we believe 
are the most important when it comes to holding space for other humans. Like one thing that came up yesterday in an interview was the importance of being connected to your creative energy as a practitioner. You could have all the training in psychology or even trauma and somatics in body work, but if you feel this block in your connection with your creative energy, it's going to limit your work because when you create transformation with other humans, when you are part of that co-creative process, you are literally helping people create new possibilities. You're helping people create new relationships with their emotions, with their thoughts, with their minds, with their lives, with the people around them. You are helping them create new energy in their body. And for you to be able to be connected to your creative energy as a practitioner means you can see things in new ways. You can see things in ways that your clients might not be able to see them because you have this creative eye and you're so connected to your creative energy. And when you're connected to your creative energy as a practitioner, you're also connected to your intuition. You can see, okay, what does this unique moment with this unique person and this unique body, what does this moment call for? And to trust what's coming through, to trust what your creative eye is seeing and pulling you towards and for your interventions with clients to not just be this repetitive regurgitation of something you've learned in academia. It, it becomes this alive, ever-evolving mosaic work of art. Like the, the work you do with your clients feels like this living, breathing work of art. And so for, for us to be able to help practitioners unlock that literally brings me to tears. I, oh my God, it brings me to tears because it's the most powerful thing that you can do when you're working with human beings is to help them see that healing is simply creating and to reignite their creative energy. And, and creativity doesn't necessarily mean dancing or painting or music. Creativity is simply the ability to create something that wasn't there before or to take something that is there and to do something new with it, to see it in a new way, to create a new outcome with what you're given. And so like things like that, things like that, I get to train other practitioners in doing that. And that just feels like the best thing I could possibly think of in my entire life. Like, oh my God. Wow. And with that, it's like, you know, I was talking to this woman who has been a, a psychologist for 20 years. And she's like, you know, I, there's this, you know, I am worried that the practitioner training program will be kind of a lot of repetition for me. And she's like, you know, I don't know. I don't think I need more information or to, to learn more. And it's like, no, 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 no. This program isn't about like having more information or learning more. It's about unlocking things 
unlocking your creative potential, unlocking your power, unlocking this deep sense of embodiment and connection with yourself and your intuition, unlocking your ability to connect so deeply from this place of deep love with other human beings. And I'm like, I can't, I just literally can't believe it. I can't believe that this is what I get to do for a living. It's the coolest thing. And so, yeah, this is what's unfolding this year. So this podcast, you know, is going to be a a mixture of talking about relationships and growing in relationship and your relationship being this container for your own growth and expansion and evolution. And we're going to be talking about like if you're a practitioner or you want to support other people, like how to go deeper with that and what are some of these key components to being a powerful practitioner who leads from this, yeah, empowering place versus kind of this codependent martyr rescuer thing that I often see perpetuated in the helping field. So I'm just so excited about what's coming in 2024. And uh, (laughs) I hope you can feel my excitement and that that excitement maybe catches on to you. Um, Yeah, thank you for being here for being a part of what we do here at Healing Embodied for witnessing our growth and being here through the changes. Um, If you do choose to stick around, um, amazing things are coming. And I'm so excited and I'm so grateful that you're here, that you're part of our world and that we get to make magic together. It's so, so cool. So yeah, stay tuned. Things are coming. Exciting things are coming. Uh, I hope you are feeling a sense of renewed hope as we uh, start this new year. I'm, I'm having some good feelings about 2024. You know, the world is mostly a shit show, um, but I also feel like new things are being born this year. And I hope you feel that for yourself and that you lean into that and you create things for yourself that you didn't think were possible. Thank you so much for listening. And I can't wait to chat with you next time.